0: Like, walking into here, there's nothing in here that's like, oh, yeah, I might want to try that. I've tried celery. I threw that shit up instantly. I don't want to say I'm addicted to mac and cheese, but, because it sounds so weird, but, like, my body won't let me eat anything else. I didn't choose to be like this. Why do they have so many broccolis, you know? Do you eat the bush i never would have chosen to be like this looking at that there's like gore i'd rather have random chemicals than knowing that like i gotta drain the blood out of my meat ew i'm actually like serious like like this is a problem it's weird for me to think of eating any food that's not yellow my name is austin and for the past 17 years i've eaten almost nothing but mac and cheese This is my go-to pan and I don't really like to deviate. There's another pan that my grandma sometimes uses, but like if a different pan gets used, like I can tell. I try to keep everything super specific so that way stuff just stays the same. I'm 20 years old and I live in Keystone Heights, Florida. It's a backwater for sure. Everyone was kind of the same. And if you were any different than, than the norm, it was super weird. It. it's kind of crazy all stacked up like that kind of puts it into perspective just a weak supply of mac and cheese at all times I don't think I've ever really met anyone who said "Oh, I don't like mac and cheese I love this cheese man. this is so good ass cheese this is what normal cheese looks like to me you know this is what some cheese sauce should look like I'm not a heathen, so I don't eat with this like wooden spoon. I eat with some silverware. I'll just take a seat at my desk and normally I'll just watch some YouTube. Well, I eat most of my diet, like nine times out of ten in a given night, is gonna be Velveeta shells. I'll eat deluxe for cheese and normal craft, Annie's, and Bob Evans. Bob Evans is pretty good <laughs> for, for like a microwave mac and cheese. I think most people see mac and cheese as a comfort food. I mean, you can't deny how good mac and cheese tastes, man. Like, <laughs> it's definitely still like a comfort food for me because it does taste good. I'm like a walking advertisement for both of but it's definitely a problem. <laughs> I'm sick of it, but in the same way, like I don't want anything else, you know? When I try to eat new foods, the first thing that happens is like blinders on the food. It gets to the point where it's like somehow in my hand. I'm about to eat it like a, As soon as it enters my mouth, it's just like a sensory overload of all the things. This is the texture, this is the consistency, this is how it feels in your mouth. Oh, oh God, there's the taste. There's a bunch of new flavors that you've never experienced before. Or Even if I like what I'm trying, I'll still have like this just kind of involuntary gag. If I don't like it, sometimes I've actually just straight up thrown out like on the spot. I've never bought anything other than mac and cheese for myself whenever I go shopping. This is all that I'll eat of Velveeta. Like, I, I don't like any of these other things. Velveeta's always just been the most consistent. It always tastes pretty much exactly the same. I didn't even know they got many ones, but I don't even want to try the many ones just because they'd be different, you know? Like, too different. The bacon one grosses me out. I can't stand the thought of mixing that with mac and cheese. White bean? I don't even know what that is. Anything that adds to mac and cheese, like, don't. It's mac and cheese, not mac and cheese and white bean. Like, and this is an abomination. You're, you're going into some, some vomiting territory. <laughs> I hate peppers. This makes my stomach queasy just like looking at it. The texture of pasta in general is like my favorite because it's like not mushy until you chew it. <laughs> I know it's so bad for you. When I read the ingredients, I don't know what enriched macaroni product means. Like like a bunch of stuff that I'm familiar with but then a bunch of other stuff that sounds like it could be used to make like a chemical weapon. I could get some four cheese, but like nah, nah. There's definitely a lot of things I'm missing out on because of not eating that thing whatever that is like the color throws me off of that like the color makes me upset i haven't even worked up the curve just because like bitter things is such a strong reaction meat is like the the worst one to me that was like a chunk of meat from an animal that had like muscle and fiber and like veins in it oh my god ugh! it's kind of like a comfort zone in, in the in the hellscape that is the raw meat Vegetables I know that I need to eat. Do you just eat an eggplant, like, just take a bite out of it? Or, like, what do you use an eggplant for? When I'm over there at the mac and cheese out, I know that there's something that I can walk up to and just pick it up, put it in my cart, like, this my girl. I'd rather just stick with my, my ride or die, you know? What brings you to counseling at this time? I have been struggling for years with being an extremely picky eater is affecting my social life and i soon fear it will begin to affect my physical health this is my contact information for the the therapist that i found i even find out that selective eating disorder was an actual diagnosable disorder until i was out of high school i was laying in bed and I was just scrolling through YouTube. It was like seven people who eat only one thing or something like that. It was by Good Mythical Morning. Good Mythical Morning. What if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life? That is the question of the day. Thought about that a lot. At the very beginning, he starts specifying and he goes, so this is an actual disorder. It's called Selective Eating Disorder. It's where these people have an avoidance to new foods and they just latch onto one food. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. Like, it has a name. This thing that's been hanging over my head. So that means that I have a point to attack it from. Have you seen a mental health professional before? Yes, I have. I was recommended to go to a mental health professional by DCF where I was diagnosed with PTSD from an abusive household. My parents did the best they could with what they had. My dad was really awesome sometimes. And sometimes he was not so awesome, you know, like there's a lot of conflict. It would get physical between me and my dad and where I actually got removed from the home. That day was, I was asked to take the trash out. And so like I took the trash out and there was like a stack of papers right next to the trash. And so my dad comes out and he starts yelling at me for taking his, I guess it was like payroll papers or some some really important like that. He comes up and he, he tried to take my my skateboard from me because of course I skateboarded. He walked back in and he was like, I just, snapped that, I just snapped that fucking board. I just broke your board over my knee. And like, that was the first thing that I'd ever bought like on my own, like with my own money. And so like, I just turned and I kicked at the wall and my foot went through the wall. My dad charged at me, knocked me down and pummeled me while I was on the ground. And he slammed my head into a coffee table. I was all bloody and I passed out on on my neighbor. That was when DCF came in and started like an investigation. It was definitely during that time where like I was like just super, super sad. That's where I get the idea from like I eat mac and cheese because like in that time it was the only thing that like if I asked for like on a bad day wouldn't cause conflict. I had to learn how to make it myself. It was always like, well, I know that I'm gonna have mac and cheese tonight. (laughs) Like I can Control that. He, he never could say why he didn't want to eat anything else. We've never forced him, never even tried to force him.
1: That's real hard for me because I'm from old school. <laughs> I was brought up to someone fix my plates. You ate everything was on it and you stayed there till you did eat everything that was on it.
0: Oh my, God, I love my grandparents. They're very accepted. They never make me feel ashamed about it. It's never like you need to change, you have something wrong. It's always like we're just worried that you're unhealthy. I think he'll always be with me you know and i don't care (laughs) he wants to stay here until he's 30 it's okay with me maybe not so much grandpa but he's a good boy jared's like my brother essentially he's like my best friend above all i can probably count on two figures the amount of time that i've brought up like my eating with jared I think he had told me about it before that all he ate was mac and cheese, and it seemed kind of weird at first, but I don't really judge people. I don't know, because it's like, if you want help, I'm not against helping you, but it, you know, it's kind of one of those things like you can't help someone that doesn't want help. Yeah. And it seems like you get a lot of opportunities to try other foods and you show no interest in it. So again, I'm not going to push the issue because I know I can't change your mind. I definitely used to be embarrassed. Like, oh man, I'm just weird. There was a time where like, I just felt excluded. I barely ever even really go out to eat with my friends because I would just be sitting at the table with my plate of mac and cheese as opposed to everyone's full plate. A lot of people struggle to understand it. So like a a lot of people that I I choose to tell about it, don't ask, you know, because they they know that that I'm actually like serious, like like this is a problem, you know. Heading to ground zero boxing, it became like a thing where like I just wanted to prove to myself having the background of like my trauma as a kid and having PTSD and not being able to be around any kind of like physical conflict to like going and being in a ring with someone and just like straight beating the shit out of each other. It felt like I, I was like I was making myself feel worthy. I started boxing three years ago. Whenever I went for the first couple of times, like I just loved the working out and then I loved feeling like I was like a part of something. My coach's name is Giomani. He's just the best. <laughs> Dude's like a dad to me. I exercise four times a week, really heavily uh, at the gym. I got up to like a really unhealthy weight because I stopped going to boxing. So, like, it's at, I'm at the age now where I know that my metabolism has slowed down. I definitely know that I have to maintain physical activity to keep myself in. <laughs> it's okay. Just to counteract my terrible, awful carb filled diet. <laughs> Come on, a little bit more, just a little bit more. <laughs> I went to the doctor for a physical five weeks ago now. It's a new doctor, so I told him I've only eaten mac and cheese for like 17 years, and he was like, when you're older, it's going to be a problem. He was like, but for right now, I have no worries. Part of me kind of wishes he would have said something more scary than, you're fine. I feel like I need someone to tell me, like, if you don't change, like, you're going to feel the consequences, (laughs) you know? He told me he had a mac and cheese diet, and I was like, what? I was like, well, you know, you're boxing, but you're gonna have to start eating right if you wanna go ahead and get in better shape. That's it, Austin, come on, show me you're a winner, let's go. When it comes to mental health issues, if you can't talk about what's going on, then you can't get the help you need. I feel like a lot of men think that's a weakness, when it's not, you know, if there's a problem, the weakness is ignoring it. Let's go, let's go, finish strong, finish strong. That's all you got? That's all you got. Not bad, kid, not bad. See so you go Monday. work today? Yes, sir. Thank love you you, Tell So, Grandpa and Grandma, I send my love, OK? Of course. More than anything, I want to be like my best me, and I'm taking steps to get there. Tomorrow, I'm meeting a new therapist named Ashley. I hope it's going to give me the ability to be at a neutral, unbiased stance whenever I try new foods. It's like the stepping stone to being able to do the things that I want to do easier. It's been about two years since I've been to a therapist's office. She had never dealt with anyone who had SED. Her solution was to just just go home and like soak some broccoli and cheese and just try it. If, if only it was that easy. Whenever I left there to try and find another therapist's office, it was very, very difficult and has proved to be very difficult to find any reasonable therapist who takes my insurance, insurance companies seem to think that mental health is, like, a luxury, you know? Hello. Austin. How Hi. you
1: doing? Good to meet you. Nice to meet you. take a seat. Tell me more about your story.
0: For so long, like, it was just a shadow that just, like, loomed over me. As soon as I knew that it had a name, like, it gave me, like, a hope.
1: What, what is a normal day like starting eating for you?
0: I'll have, like, a box of Velveeta shells mac and cheese. That's typically just what I eat through the day. Like, that's it.
1: Pretty specifically, that brand? A single kind, right? I'm
0: just alone in my room eating it.
1: And if you went back to that planning piece, what do you see in that?
0: Dinner has always been water, pan, pot, you know, like on the stove eight minutes and yeah. then like you're done.
1: That makes me want to look at what meals have been like throughout life.
0: I never remember ever eating family dinners like at the table yeah. and I would always eat mac and cheese all the adults said was just like oh it's just in his picky eater phase
1: yeah
0: anytime i try something new uh-huh. even if i like the first bite of it i almost will always have an involuntary just gag
1: what's the experience that goes with that gagging what have you noticed oh, it's embarrassing <laughs> like it's super embarrassing i think through the lens of trauma a lot mm-hmm. so have you experienced physical abuse yes and so if you think of fight flight or freeze yeah it was a freezer can you relate those feelings now to what it's like approaching foods
0: if i sit down and like i'm in a room with the intention of trying a new food then my stress like immediately skyrockets like and it like stays up until like the penultimate moment hits where like I, I try it, and then, like, I have that gag reflex. I'm like, all right, out of the way. I didn't like it. And then, like, it's it's done, and yeah. then, like, it goes down. Or, like, I get out of the room, and then, like, it goes down.
1: You basically draw the stress curve with your hand whenever you're talking Yeah, I know. But... <laughs> I know <laughs> you're aware of what's happening. That's part of what my job is to teach people. Yeah. To understand what's happening and that it will have a beginning and end. It's going to come up. Yeah. And it's going to go down like a wave, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we often feel it rising and think that it's going to continue to just go up. Yeah. What we want to do as we're approaching foods is know what might happen. Mm-hmm. And regardless, we're going to be working on building skills to keep you grounded in your body. You know, we'll be looking at a hierarchy of foods mm-hmm. that you'll establish. Right. And so it's exposure and then it starts to extinguish some of the fear we build a new pathway and that pathway looks like I actually can feel this feeling and go forward and and live
0: I just hope like I can get to a a place where like I'm equipped to deal with like what I'm feeling when I try new foods that way I can try new foods at like a neutral unbiased look you know like instead of just having the massive anxiety associated with it, you know. It's completely separated from from like who I who I am, you know. It's like a relic of whenever I was in like a worse mental place. And like it's just kind of stuck with me, you know, like that
1: is a really great way to conceptualize it. Yeah. It's a yeah. but that is so deeply ingrained mm-hmm. that it's still there. Yeah. You have a lot of insight motivated to
0: do it yeah oh yeah for sure so that way i can like slowly open up like what restaurants i go to and stuff so you know?
1: want to be able to go to more restaurants
0: more restaurants just be more social with 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 eating and stuff yeah. you know
1: what we'll do from here is just look at frequency and when you can come in next so that we can make the most of your time in your commute
0: i'm super excited
1: all
0: right i definitely didn't choose to, to be like this at all this selective eating disorder has its hooks in me and it's just like holding me back it's exciting thinking like I could get to a point where, like, I'm able to try new foods and possibly, you know, like them and enjoy them.